Well, hello, beautiful soul fam. Happy Tuesday or whatever day this magical podcast reaches your ears. We're so happy to have you. I am one of your co-hosts, Kim Ocean. I'm Annie Grace. And today we have such an honor of having my personal coach and someone I admire so stinking much, Amanda Merritt. She is on our (laughs) podcast today. She has her own podcast called Illuminated. And I'm in her spiritual coaching certification right now. And it is absolutely divine magic portal. (laughs) Um, And I just want to make sure that I cover all my bases because she is such an incredible person. She's an international spiritual coach for high-level leaders, entrepreneurs, those in the public eye, celebrities, just high-level people who are ready to step into higher possibilities and upgrade into their next level of leadership, business, life. She used to be in corporate, and now she's building, has built a six-figure beyond a year business. She's coached and supported leaders from all over the world through her coaching certification, her high-level masterminds, private high-level coaching, and through her many courses and workshops. And people just hire her to manifest and make quantum jumps in their life. And I know that we'll be working together for a long time because I just absolutely adore her. And she's such an amazing leader and is just so in her heart. And I just couldn't be more happy to work with her. Aw, well, thank you, girl. Thanks for that beautiful introduction. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. And this is just going to be an organic, you know, coffee side type conversation, fireside chat. We've got our smoothies over here. <laughs> yes. Yay. I love those. Those are the best kinds of conversations because it's raw and real and not cut and paste. That's more yeah. my style. Yeah. yeah. All about flow energy and just letting letting the conversation mm-hmm. flow. Oh, and I need to tell you, I need to introduce you to Annie. So Annie <laughs> is my dear sister. We've just adopted each other as sisters and it's just such soul family. We met last summer and on this like wild, wild um, surf day, yes. we went to Encinitas <laughs> to go surf and with like mutual friends and the surfboards like fell off the car oh on goodness. the freeway. There were five <laughs> surfboards on the roof of this car. And it was a miracle that not a single board was like damaged. No, nothing hit cars. Like we were all fine. It was, and then we were able to miraculously get five boards and four girls in a small SUV and get safely yes, to Encinitas. We were like it sitting no on sense. each other's laps all <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's oh literally the day we met. Yeah. And it was all happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Like all details of how we met and then how we, after we met, we started hanging out with each other in groups and we would just have these great conversations. And a couple of times I would hear people be like, well, we could just sit and like listen to you guys talk. Mm-hmm. And then when like a couple months later, I was, I asked her, I was like, hey, could we like just hang out one on one? I like felt this calling to ask mm-hmm. her to like do that. But I also was like, um, like, I feel like, I don't know. It's like when you ask, like when you ask someone to, on a first date, <laughs> I'm still like nervous. You're like, is she going to like me? Is she going to want to hang out with me? <laughs> yeah. And that was on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was we on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and so then, um, like she, we already had each other's numbers. And then, uh, a couple days later I get a text from her being like, Hey, you want to go hiking? And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. We did three sisters falls. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's supposed to be 
pretty challenging. It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I ripped my leggings like all the way down the butt, like sliding Stop. down this dry waterfall. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no. Like, yeah, we had to like slide down this thing, Lip, rip my leggings all the way, which happens to be the same day that I we hung out with Justin, my fiance. So it was like we met in the hot tub on Friday, Black Friday. I uh, asked Annie to hang out on Sunday. We went to, for that hike and I was like, hey, like, would you want to go to this thing called Church of Music? We could just swing by. There's like a cute guy there. I said that I might <laughs> stop by. And literally we came in my hiking clothes. Like I was like, what am I going to do about my pants? So cute. All you did, she like tied her jacket around and she had her cute little hiking boots. And I was like, you look like you're like so adorable. Like your outfit's great. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And we, yeah, we danced and then he invited us to go get food with him and his friends afterwards. And Annie saw this like, oh, tell us. Um, so mm -hmm. I see it's been since I was a kid, I just see these energies around people. Sometimes they're around just one person. Sometimes they're around like couples. And so when I saw them like close together, I just saw this like static electric, like blue Ooh. energy Ooh. between them. And I even told, I like after, after I told her about it and I was like, I feel like it draws people in and that's what they do nonstop. Like anytime where, where with it's Justin and Ken, they, they always tell me, even when I'm there, like they tell me, oh, we're meeting, like we just met this person or, oh, this is a person mm. we just met from. Like it draws people in. It's like kind of like flies to, <laughs> flies to light. It's so beautiful, but it's just, everyone's like, oh my gosh, like kind of like looking at it being like want just, just drawn to it. Yeah. And that's what I saw when I, like I first saw them together. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's truly what happens when you're in this beautiful, like sacred cosmic union. Yeah, yeah, truly. And it just is such soul family. Like we, we both of our dates, first dates were on the same day, mm -hmm. like me and Annie's <laughs> and Justin and mine and the three of us basically. And yeah, like they call <laughs> it sister and brother and like it's just we're such family. It's so yeah. cute. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's a magical story. I know. And now you're engaged. I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> I love it. I'm so happy for you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Happened in your program. Yeah. I've so many people have had engagements inside. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. Engagement. One of one of the groups they had I think they're where it's a it's a pretty higher level container. So we keep them right about like less than fifteen, normally ten to fifteen. Sometimes although this upcoming round's gonna be a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. we're planning for yeah. so in a good way and I get to hire one of my past students as oh, support yeah. is to help with the groups and all that which has been a dream but we can get to talk about following your your passions because it's gosh it's just led me to this crazy life mm -hmm. but you know um I forgot what I was what was I saying right before that <laughs> oh all the engagements engagements yeah. raises all these things have happened and it's you know, it's my clients obviously doing it, but it's just fun when I get to see all the magic happen for them. Well, it's a co-creation. Yes. <laughs> Between you, them, and, and the universe for sure. And the magic that you, you know, create in your portal. It's just I, the growth that I've gone through since April. <clears throat> when did we start? April, yeah. So yeah. it's been four months. Incredible. Like, absolutely. It longer. Doesn't it feel like it's been a lot? Just I know. I wanted to say February, but it's yeah, April. yeah, early April. Yeah, things no, can been... change really quickly. 
dramatic. <laughs> oh, I need to tell you. Oh my gosh. So another, my housing story. So I had two little manifestations today that I need to tell you about, and then we want to hear all your stories. <laughs> <laughs> but today, so we got our magical little place by the beach that I was yes, talking about you got yesterday. It? Yeah, we got approved. It's Wait, so, but you saw it and you loved it in person because I know yes. you were going to It's like yesterday. actually updated. And yes, yeah, because so we went this morning at 9.15 and we were like, okay, you know, we saw it. We were like, okay, we love it. Yes, like, what do we need to do? You know, he's like, no, you're already approved. Like, you're good to go. So it's clean and updated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a feeling when you were talking about it. I'm like, it feels like it's renovated. It feels yeah, like it's clean it and yeah, good it's, energy. It's a good energy. Yeah. It's such a good space. It's you can literally see the ocean from the balcony. Like, it's amazing. And like here, if we're th- like two or three houses down from the actual ocean and our like one of our dear friends lives half a block away on the water so fun you have yeah. to post pictures in our community I will, I will. Community. yeah so but it, see your manifestation <laughs> yeah, but it's a done deal we're so excited yay when do you move in on the 24th so we had some other magic my roommate was like so gracious and she was like okay yeah justin can move in we'll just like put his stuff in the garage and you guys can stay like through the 24th, no problem at all. Like, so sweet nice. about it. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that part. I know. It's all unfolded this afternoon. I had a voice recording from you, and you're like, we're still figuring out what to do until the 24th. And I just thought, it's already figured out. Yeah. Yes. And I just, that's why I was like, it's already figured out. And I was like, mm-hmm. and then I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I even have a lady coming to buy my bed tonight who like is already on, listening to our podcast. She's like, Wait, our podcast? Yeah. Our oh podcast. My She's like driving <laughs> down from like San Juan Capistrano. I don't know where that is. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's like, I um, used to live in Laguna Beach. So it's no, oh, okay. South Orange County. Yeah. She's literally driving with her U Haul. She's like, come pick up my bed for like $500 when. Um, someone earlier was like, oh, there's no way you can get $500 for a bed on offer up. Like, no way. And it's like a brand new bed, like brand new bed, brand new mattress, brand new always everything. And yeah, there's like, always someone. Yeah, she's there's like, no problem. She's coming to pick it up tonight. Yeah. Always way. Be like, well, you haven't met me yet. You yeah. don't know how my life works. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. So I'm so excited. So grateful. Congrats, girl. Thank you. Thank you. So much more magic, too, coming. Yes, oh, yeah. So you've been doing the work. You've been going deep inside of yourself and really leaning in. And this is the result of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for your support. Yes. So much. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, one of the things we absolutely love to talk about on this podcast is people's spiritual awakening stories, yes. which I haven't even heard yours. And I would yeah. love if you would be willing to share. Sure. Yes. Where do I even begin? Well, I'll tell you, I feel like it's happened in many, maybe different layers and times in my life, you know, in in different moments, but I started becoming obsessed. Why I was always felt so connected to the angelic realm. I was always obsessed Mm -hmm. with angels. And uh, I remember in college, dragging my friends to all these intuitive readers because we had one in like our university. Mm. I dragged all my friends there I'd be like the crazy person dragging no one was into no one was into this type of work or anything like that and and so I remember dragging them there and 
being obsessed with it, just understanding that there was a whole world beyond just what we can see with our physical. I've always had this deep inner knowing, you know, I grew up Catholic. I'm religion doesn't work for me in the same way anymore, but it created a great foundation for me of faith and trust in all of that. And so, um, I just always felt like there was just that God was love Mm -hmm. and that there was just more that meets this, this human eye. And so, you know, after, after college, I moved from Michigan to Florida and I started on a corporate career and really just got guided to move out there. Everything just clinked into place. Mm -hmm. So, so easily and quickly for me to move out there and have a job. And I worked in corporate staffing for unexpectedly, but ended up loving it. And yeah, it was, it was just divinely orchestrated the whole thing. And, you know, one of my things that I struggled with a lot in my life was with confidence and with my self-esteem and in dating, especially I found myself, I was always the single lady, but I, I always felt like when I was dating someone, it was totally wrong man for me. Emotionally unavailable. Those are the kinds of experiences I would attract. Many couldn't open up to me. Men who wouldn't choose me. I can't tell you all the number of times I felt ghosted or not chosen. And, you know, in my corporate job, I was crushing it. I was getting lots of promotions there and I was successful in business there and got promoted like five, six times in seven years. So I was in leadership after like a year in the job. I was already a lead on the team year, year and a half. And I'm like, wait, so not everyone wants to like run this company. And that's just always been me. I'm like, aren't we in this so that we can climb the ladder and like true Capricorn inside of me, mm-hmm. uh, even though I take or toss astrology, but I like it more for entertainment purposes than to get so hung up on an identity with it. However, same, same. Mm-hmm. however, however, I'm kind of traditional Capricorn in that sense of always wanting to be at the top of the, the mountain kind of thing. And so figured out real fast, not everyone wants to own the company or whatever. I didn't want to own it, but I definitely want to be a president. And, and so I did well there, but my love life hot mess. I would always be interested in the men that weren't available. Always. Mm -hmm. It was like, I was a freaking fly strip for emotionally unavailable experiences with men. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting. That is what drove me to pick up books. That's what drove me to seek because in my loneliness, In those moments where I'm like, why do I have this career? But I feel like I'm missing out on life. I feel like I'm missing out on love. I'm missing out on experience, the fullness of this life. And I honestly had this thought. I'm like, maybe I'm just not meant for it. Maybe I'm just not meant for, for that in my life. And so I went on this, this quest and actually thanks to the help of someone I was dating at the time who was totally wrong for me. um, There's a series of them. But one particular instance when things really popped off for me and I really took things to the next level was there's a guy that I was seeing on and off and uh, he invited me out to meet him and his friends out. And he was with another girl and they were like leaving together. And wait, the guy that you were like kind of dating. Yeah. We oh, weren't, we weren't committed. Yeah. But, but in, like, in front of you, like. Oh yeah. yeah. And he was wasted. This was like party days in my life. This was, yeah. this was back in like 2012. This was a long time ago uh-huh. or something like that. I can't remember the exact years, but 
my middle finger actually went up in the air, which is out of character for me at, at that in well still it would be mm-hmm. out of character for me no one was around us we were outside but I was like f you yeah and my friend that I was standing with she looked at me she's like oh I'm so glad you just said that to him yeah and she's like he needed to hear that a long time ago and that was the moment I took my power back mm-hmm. and it really wasn't about him because people come along I don't believe that it's his fault I accepted the behavior and yes People need to take responsibility for their actions and all of that. However, I was the one that was putting up with it. And the reason why women do that and why we put up with things that are not honoring to us is because we deeply don't, we don't feel worthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we felt worthy, we wouldn't be settling at all for poor behavior or love that is just crumbs mm-hmm. when we all deserve overflow and a partner that can meet us where we're at, you know? So I went on this journey and I remember going to the bookstore, grabbing stacks of books, mm. piles of books on angels, light work, all this. I There was another moment I had at a party where a woman looked at me and she's like, you're a light worker. And I had no idea what that meant. And I started bawling in the corner of the party. That was actually before the middle finger went up, maybe about a year before that. I'm like, oh yeah, that story too. So there's been a a series of instances where life was getting my attention that I was here to do more. And so I started to take all my pain and give it purpose. Mm -hmm. And I started a blog because I was having so much transformation, books on self-love, law of attraction, all of it. I wanted all of it. I, it's, was the gateway drug into this world really for me was this guy really, really pushed me to my edge where I got desperate to seek for answers. Mm-hmm. And it was the best thing that ever happened. He was a soulmate, hundred percent. We're still connected to this day in a very different way. Didn't talk to him for a long time. I got apologies, all these things, of course, tries to come back sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. I get a drunk message and I don't really drink anymore. So it's funny. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 just no. This is a long time ago too, like 10 years ago. So I'm like, or eight years ago, but it's so it's hysterical. It always comes back around. Mm -hmm. So I went on this journey of learning what self-love really meant and healing myself and healing that part of me and giving myself what I was seeking from these men, which was my own validation, Mm -hmm. which was my own love. Cause I was looking for it in every other place in promotions in money in men and all of the outside external things, which until you know better, you don't know better. And you, these patterns, right? Yeah. So I started a blog and it was at the time called Sass Meet Soul. <laughs> yeah, I, <love laughs> you. I was writing it in my, uh, it was writing it in my cubicle, trying to hide it from everyone walking by. And that was the first step of what has now become, um, more than a multiple six-figure business a year. And now some of my one-on-one packages are six and multiple six figures for the highest level ones. I would have never imagined if you could have told me back then that I would be led into this all because of the pain that I experienced. And I went on my own journey. It's led me into this passion. That's truly my world. It's my pa- It's who I am every day. It's not a job to me, Right. Mm-hmm. And I believe that this all is available to all of us in our own unique mm-hmm. way. If we would only take these middle finger moments as gifts. Mm. Wow, that's a quote. That. 
<laughs> quote of the podcast. That was so good. Wow, Amanda, that's so beautiful. I appreciate that so much. And I, I resonate with your story so much. I know Annie does too, from everything that I know. And I, yeah, want to see if you can elaborate a little bit more on soulmates and um, what your kind of beliefs are around that, like the different types of partnerships and, and, you know, what we can call in. And like, for me, I feel like I had kind of a lot of like stepping stone relationships to prepare me and, and get me ready. Like I had, I had pretty much back to back serial monogamy, like since I was 12, like wow. relationships yeah. nonstop. And, um, and, but, you know, thankfully at least a year in between, my last relationship and, and meeting Justin. And that was, you know, so transformative. And there was like another year gap. I think that were really, really pivotal and helpful for me in my awakening, but also the relationship itself, like was just such a, a catalyst for, for my growth and, and being like a soulmate, you know, to, to wake me to F up. <laughs> yeah. There's so many dif different types of soulmates and not mm -hmm. all of them are romantic. Right. So yeah. the middle finger man was a soulmate, not meant to be in my life long-term mm -hmm. or be my one, but I see it as these souls that say, I'll trigger you mm -hmm. enough so that you make a change. Yeah. And there's certain people who come onto our path to do just that. And I knew he was a soulmate because he felt like home to me. There was this deep connection to me and I could feel it. I could, at the time I was awakening my intuition, I could feel this connection. And even looking back at my past self, even though understanding this is not my person, that connection was real, you know? Cause sometimes I'll look back and I'm like, oh, that guy, this, you know, that connection was real, that bond on a soul level is real the love that there still is between us as just humans on our journey is to me I have gratitude for this person mm -hmm. because I know that he came into my life to shake it up and I understood the assignment enough to lean in and not to continue the pattern again after that point he had to show up as I say as a crazy ass clown <laughs> that I felt like he was being in that moment amongst other things that I won't share on here mm -hmm. and um but I knew he cared about me, but it was just not the vibe. So after that, it was cut off and done, you know, yeah. we're good. It was, it was cut. It was, it was, the cord was cut after that mm -hmm. in that way. And so we have many different soulmates and even the soulmates that we can become one with and enjoy life with, depending on where we are vibrating, depending on the amount of inner work that we're doing, depending on our own intention and who we are. There's mm -hmm. been times where I've had soulmates that could have already aligned in my life and they have not. Mm -hmm. If not, like I've seen visions before of spe like specific, I haven't really shared this a lot, but I've seen, I saw visions of this specific person for a long time that we are connected on social. And when we met, it was, but he was already, engaged to somebody else so it was just a friendship that formed and I'm like my visions were dead on wow. it was almost like this moment like maybe we shouldn't hang out as friends because there was a lot of like mm. we could talk for hours as friends yeah yeah he was supposed to come on my podcast and this happened last summer but I knew he had changed 
he had changed. He, the, he changed a lot. Like he stopped growing. He was different mm-hmm. than in my vision. It didn't even seem like the same version of him, if that yeah. makes sense. But here I am on my fast path for growth. And what happened, because I assume you probably won't ever listen to this or realize it's him because you just won't, mm-hmm. is that the partnership that he was in wasn't necessarily for his highest good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they go yeah, they can go this yeah. way. And, and it, so that was interesting because I, we had been connected for so long and there's so many synchronicities and winks and just so much with that. And, but I don't miss out. Right. So what ends up happening is there's a higher union that's mm-hmm. is meant for me pass beyond that. And so there's so many, it depends where, we, where we are vibrating. I'll let you talk. Cause you probably want to say something. <laughs> no, it's okay. Sorry. I just today, um, my neighbor and I have been getting close and he, He's like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I, you know, do speech therapy, and I'm becoming a spiritual intuitive coach. I'm in the certification. Like, we just chat, and he, since then we've had like a couple, literally sitting on the grass outside my apartment, like talking for hours. And he just is hilarious. He like builds custom vans, and um, he's gonna be on here. But anyway, <laughs> he was telling me today about this dream that he had about this very specific um, girl, and maybe have identified too much, may have to cut some things out, but about this very specific girl and how um, it just felt like a soulmate connection. And he was like, oh my gosh, I'm like just deeply, deeply like felt so connected to her. And um, he's like, it wasn't even like lovemaking. It was just like so much passion and like chemistry between them. He meets her for the first time two days later. She walks into this like a uh, Super Bowl party or something. And he's like, oh, he's like jaw dropped. Like he's like, it's her, it's her. And she walks in and he's like, I must've looked like an insane person. And we talked a little bit later and I actually shared parts of the dream with her. And she was like, yeah, it, you know, it seemed, it felt like I had met you before we had met the mm-hmm. first time. And she ended up like marrying a girl. And so it was like a t- completely different timeline. But what do you yeah. like take from that? I was just so like perplexed a little bit in like dimensions, timelines, like what do you gather about that? Yeah. I mean, based on our free will in these bodies, we have so much free will. Mm-hmm. And some of these connections are soul activators even too, and maybe not necessarily meant to be long-term, even if they do show up in a dream. Mm-hmm. And perhaps you have been together in previous lifetimes and there's memories coming up for that too. That kind of makes me think that for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or perhaps in another timeline, they are together, you know, but there's so many of us that have danced in so many different lifetimes. And when we meet them, there's a soul recognition there. Mm -hmm. And, and I know that because it's like, you can't stop talking about everything (laughs) for hours and you lose track of time. You don't even finish parts of conversation before you're in another topic. And it's like, whoa, did we just have like 50 (laughs) different conversations in like two hours? And time just goes by, right? Yeah. And so we may not have all the answers to all of these things. And so because there's a, a mystery aspect of this human life and we're not supposed to know all of it either too. It's fun that way. No, yeah. But it's fun to just lean back and to trust that also too, there's a lot of moving pieces. So right now with the way the world's waking up and all of us, 
the partner that is going to come in for us with our choice and our free will, obviously, is going to be one that's not just, at least they've shown me this, that's not just helping you, it's helping humanity. Mm. There's certain unions coming together to be a new breed of love on this planet and not just for our own individual paths or even as a couple, but we're meant to come here and make a bigger impact together. Mm. And so I also feel like a lot of those are being guided together and it's just a matter of just trusting sometimes the moving pieces of things. Yeah. And I think there's like, especially when you had the vision, like that vision for you and the neighbor had that vision for you, it might necessarily not work out in this lifetime or maybe it worked out in a past lifetime, but I feel like I was, um, I was listening to this uh, psychic and they were talking they were doing a talk on just how visions are so flexible and so if we're if if it's a vision you want and it's you really want it and you hear this and you're like okay i believe that's gonna happen you both if it involves two people you both have to continue to keep growing like yes the guy you had the vision with he i it was funny because when you said that i instantly in my mind i was like the partnership he was in was bad. And then you're like, and the partnership he was in, I was like, I know like, <laughs> because that's what you're stalled thinking. him. Yes, to, yes. <laughs> that's what stalled him to stop growing. And so there's no way you guys yes. could have met that vision that you had because you were you're on your highest. You're 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 yeah. on the path to your highest self. You are your highest self. And so you can't be with someone who's who's stalled, who's no. stagnant. Yeah. And so for that guy, there was like for your neighbor, there was two different options that they took. Mm -hmm. And it and so that's why it didn't lead to this the vision or this this thing he felt. But it's they're still, like you said, soul like there's they're still soulmates, they're still still soul activators, and they still like I think of them as little nudges that sometimes get you back on the path to your mm -hmm. highest self to like step into the highest self. Absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, Annie, you're like an oracle. I feel like <laughs> when I look at you, I'm like, oh, she's an oracle. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say you have no idea, but you do. <laughs> you do. It's like, uh, are you pretending that you're not psychic? Because I feel like you're an oracle. Yeah. Like you probably know more things about me than I know about. Me. Yeah, I'm she's super clairvoyant, super clear audience. Like her, she's so activated in her clairs. <laughs> She gets these incredible yeah. visions where she's like teleported to the place like that's so raven and she like it oh yeah forever. it's amazing that's oh, yeah. i mean i had it was scary though and how i know that they're like you? family is because i had a dream that night that she got engaged and i had a dream of and i was just, it was like i was like i know their family because of that it was just a like yeah, I told her the next morning that I was like, oh, we're engaged. And I sent her photos. She's like, I know. <laughs> By the way, I, I see all this pink energy behind you <laughs> specifically. Oh, it's, it's it's beautiful, but it also is my galaxy projector. Oh, oh it is? <laughs> it probably, they're probably. Oh my God, maybe it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, because that's how I see energies on walls though. Mm. I see like little flashes of light and I just see a lot of pink yeah, yeah. Her, though. it probably is too. <laughs> activated crowns <laughs> yeah no okay. annie's super psychic she had a vision of the place where we're getting married she's our officiant Aww, and yes so very blessed <laughs> yeah and yeah. we 
we go to this venue, like kind of on a whim. I was like, oh, Justin, should we take Annie in Mexico? We were just cruising down to Ensenada and I'm like, oh, should we take Annie the place we got pina coladas? He's like, yeah, sure. Let's stop there. So we go down and we stop and she had already told us like in full detail of this dream. And we're like, oh, that's super cool. Awesome that you knew we were engaged. And uh, then we go down and like the place where we got pina coladas was closed. So we had to go downstairs. It turns out it's this mega, like beautiful wedding venue. And there's like a restaurant and a coffee shop and the bar. And then like the DJ was playing and there's just the big wooden deck. It's super gorgeous. Like on the water, like amazing beach. And we're sitting there sipping our drinks and having, uh, looking at the houses along the bluff. And she's like, that's the house that was in my dream. And we're like, what? And we walk over. To, I was like, let's go walk over to it. So we like take our drinks to go. We walk down the beach to the like, get closer. And she's like, every detail. Yeah. And it was funny because when I, we were driving down to Mexico, I had told them every detail of the dream. I was like, yeah, there was a marble. Um, there was a marble like a balcony. There was this like little piece of art right here. There was this that overlooked this bluff. And I was just telling them in detail. And we first weren't going to walk over there, but we had, um, when we went, went and saw it was a wedding venue, we're like, okay, we, we made this kind of like agreement that if someone in the group says, like, feels a calling to go somewhere, we're going to go. We're, we're not going to like, question why and so I was like yeah I think that was the one in my dream but it, it was kind of far away but not too far and so I wasn't gonna think we were gonna walk over there and Kim was like no we have to walk over there we're walking over there <laughs> and when we did I was like yes it's confirmed and they're like oh my gosh this is what you were talking about yeah down to the blue tiles the marble balcony like there's this triangle wow. anything like she had seen all of it and the people in the dream line up with who I would have like in my wedding party as well she's the oracle exactly <laughs> so we're like okay well clearly we have to get married here like <laughs> this is perfect. amazing that's so amazing i love that it sounds beautiful yeah. i love anything with an ocean view so, so gorgeous we're um, so excited but yeah and for people listening to you just about soulmates too it's like if you feel like something didn't work out and you felt like that was your soulmate just trust mm-hmm. because you never miss out And if someone leaves your life or doesn't choose you, then that's not your person. And you're meant for more and greater because I spent so much time crying my eyes out over these Mm -hmm. men that were one giant red flag. And right. And even two relationships that were good and didn't work out. No one ever misses out. You can never mess something up. That's meant for you. Never can't fuck anything up. That's meant for you. You get, you just get greater. There's, almost 8 billion people in this world and we're so cosmic we can like just manifest something into form <laughs> even if he didn't exist that's like okay the soulmate let's bring him you know just kidding mm-hmm. you will you will be blown away by the love that is for you if you don't settle and you keep honoring your highest path because yeah. I know it hasn't come in for me yet but I trust I've had since all of that ended since all of that past and those visions and all those things I was getting them for multiple years which was crazy so it was almost like I had to let that go and allow what else was coming in for me and I so I started actually having dreams which I'm not going to share too much about them last October very vivid dreams mm. with someone in them I'm like it will be interesting to see 
but I've learned at this point to not even get attached to those things because sometimes people come in just to attune you to the kind of person too right um and I've certainly had those blessings come into my life you know after that just like getting excited about like the type of man again Mm -hmm. and eventually it will make sense fall into place and eventually it will work and it will be greater than anything else and I don't know I resonate with that so much I feel like I had this choice where I kind of I had a weird childhood so since day one I was like it's just me I'm gonna be alone and it's about a year ago I was like you know what I kind of want to I kind of want the whole thing I I want a relationship I want I want to maybe get married I want all of these things and so I um Kim's been my love doctor. <laughs> she has just been helping me so much because I feel like I feel like I'm you learning. You are to a walk. love doctor. <laughs> I feel like that. Feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this is my favorite topic. <laughs> I love it. And for me, I'm just like I I don't know what to do. Like I feel like I'm literally learning to walk. Like learning to open the quote unquote love sector in my life. And ever since I decided to open that, almost like kind of started making um changes of in thoughts around this time and then it fully came to a decision um february on valentine's day and so ever since i decided to like open that scary big part that i've been closing off and subconsciously didn't even know i had it closed off it was more a protection measure i have just had this overflow like literally rushing waters of abundance and mana it's like I think something and it comes into existence so wow anyway it's been amazing but I was telling my roommate just today I was like I know the love of my life is coming is very close Uh, and I was like it's so close that I like I like am like look and I'm like oh they're not there but they're Mm -hmm. so close and she's like wait do you smell like what does he smell like and I was like it's almost there when I where I like can feel the energy and feel like so close but then I'm like oh wait but it's yeah it's beautiful manifesting love Mm -hmm. yes I was gonna say you I feel like you are just like a ball of love so (laughs) like I feel that about you so much I'm like oh you're definitely having like someone that can meet you and all the love (laughs) that you are you know because I feel like you're just like a floating ball of love <laughs> she literally is yeah like I'm a ball of love slash oracle yeah um, but actually I want to share something real quick on that because I was just leading a call before this and one of the things one of the women is inviting in on the call is love and so I was feeling her man and one of we we're doing a manifesting practice I shared a little bit of what I shared with you all on last night's call came a little bit in a different form with this group um one of the masterminds I run and I saw the embrace of her and her partner. And so I know we've all heard probably this practice before, but just because we're having this conversation and I know so much is getting stirred up for the people listening to this for whatever they're calling in and specifically, because we're talking about love, a really cool exercise to do is to just imagine them holding you, embracing you and say, I am so grateful that this man is in my life right now. Mm-hmm. And I literally feel it in my body for me. I'm like, oh, I feel his <laughs> arms. I feel his chest. I feel him. He's taller. Well, he better be because I'm five, six. <laughs> taller than me. I can feel him. I can feel it. And it's so it's just sitting there and just feeling that gratitude. I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful mm-hmm. for this man. 
I'm so grateful for this love. I'm so grateful Mm -hmm. and stir up emotions with it when you're feeling it. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, our emotions are a portal to connect spiritually. So you may start having visions of your partner, whoever they may be. And you might start feeling things in time. So it's an, also an energy practice to connect with their soul, their higher self, and their physical self. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start feeling it. So when you connect with them regularly, they're going to start feeling it. Mm-hmm. Whether or not, I mean, they'll probably tell you stories when you meet. Yeah. yeah. And Annie's a prayer warrior. Oh my gosh. Like I know she pushed my apartment through. Like I- <laughs> <laughs> She's like, let me just put an extra prayer in. <laughs> for sure yeah do you pray for your person oh yeah all the time mm. I have yeah all the time same yeah and it's funny I was I do that practice as well the like he's lying next to me I like feel you know I feel that or I was talking to my friend on the phone who's um like she's another sister of mine and I was telling her I was like Taylor, like, I can't wait to tell my person. And she was like, wait, you're, you're dating someone? I was like, no, like my, the one I'm in. And she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, he's already here. He's already spoken. I already told the vortex. He's already in the vortex. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's already in. And prayers that they also stay on their highest path. I'm like prayers that this one stays on his highest freaking path. Yes. <laughs> prayers mm-hmm. that he stays. And I know that he, it's like, I already feel it. It's already done. The other one just wasn't meant to be. Because if it was, he would have stayed on his highest path. He would have stayed. Yeah. You know, I'd trust that. And right before I met Justin, like a couple weeks before I got ghosted, I like was seeing this guy and it was like, so like many butterflies and excitement and like all of this. And it was like, you know, two week burned bright and then ghosted. And, but it was so like perfect because I think the emotions of it was enough. Like I knew he wasn't my person you know, in it, it was like, oh, this is just super fun. And, but I knew he wasn't my person, but there was like some qualities. I was like, oh, okay. I like these qualities. And then I kind of was like, kind of dating somebody else. I was like, okay, I like these qualities, but also had the feeling like he wasn't my person. And so I felt like I was kind of like picking and choosing qualities, but the like excitement and the emotion and like the gratitude for these people, I felt like shifted me into a place where I was like, putting the the vibes out there to bring Justin in. So when I was ghosted, yes. I was like, okay, I'm, I know that that door shut for a reason. I'm like, it stung a little bit, but I'm okay with it. And two weeks later, I mean. And you were telling person. on our, on our first date, you were telling me about <laughs> how you were telling me about those two guys. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I know they're just not for me, but I would, you were even telling me, you're like, I got to learn a valuable lesson and you're like, I got to learn a lot of lessons and I got to like, you were telling me exactly that on the day that we had dinner with Justin. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you accepted it, you know, you came to a place of acceptance too of what had happened. And that's like, whew, when you're just, okay, these are the lessons I've learned. The universe is like, okay, cue the soulmate. She understood. <laughs> she got it. And meanwhile, Justin's higher self is probably like, get out of here. I'm on my way. Like, <laughs> forget her number, forget her name. I'm coming in hot and we need you out of here. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was like, he was like, it was so weird. He was like, I was more like confident and like kind of forward with you than I ever have been with any other like girl, any other relationship. Like wow. he asked me out like immediately. 
he asked within five minutes, he asked my friend like, Oh, how long have you two been together? And he's like, Oh no, like I'm with him. Like that's my boyfriend. And, um, he was like, Oh, and he's like, she's single. And he's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Beelines it. Yeah. He he felt that call that pull to you. Yeah. He was like, it was very unlike me. I love that. Guys are magnetic. They're so beautiful together. And just the people that they collect and draw in, it's, they're, they're healers. And they're, yeah, it's, it's it's so, I feel so honored that I get just to watch it. And I don't, I didn't grow up with a lot of relationships that I'm like, that's what I want. And I see you guys and I'm just like, this is beautiful. That's what I want. And I, it just shows that divine timing, everything happens for a reason, because it's like when you came into my life and when we started just hanging out more and talking was in that time of me digging, digging into my deep self and being like, do I want to open this very, very scary part of my life of being vulnerable? And I don't think like to think of me, I mean, of course I've had to do some parts alone because it is my (laughs) smile of life, but it's like, I don't think to not like, if I didn't have you, I don't like I I don't like thinking about that (laughs) well yeah I mean the three of us like such a tripod like just catalyst for each other like I've we've both gotten that message so many times of just the three of us coming together to just like skyrocket each other's like fast track and (laughs) manifestations and just support each other and be family and soon there will be four Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I really like to cook because I literally just saw him dancing with a spatula, like in the kitchen. Oh my god! <laughs> Heck yeah! I love that. I don't know. It was cute. He's like, I'm coming in hot. I saw a spatula. Yes. Play, being playful and tall. He is oh tall. That's funny because those are the visions I've been getting. Really? Of yes. yeah, height and. I've been having like, I do a meditation. I've been doing the meditation. I mean, I do a meditation before bed, but I'm doing a specific one lately um, that I've just been called to do about love. And it has a lot of affirmations in it. And the last, the last couple weeks, I've been having just random dreams of like what I take as, oh, this is what he likes to do. So a lot of like water sports, some, some cooking. So it's really funny that you say yeah. that. And then Athletic some, body. Yeah. <laughs> So just is, yeah, I've like, after the meditation, I like, when I go to sleep, I will wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, I had some very vivid dreams. And so it's very interesting that you said that. What else do you think he looks like? I see the back, like the back of him Mm -hmm. more and like the, um, like the shadow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Leaving it open. So again, so you don't get kind of hung up on. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I kind of have asked for that too after kind of because I feel like I've had some situations where it's been I've seen exactly the person or I've seen the exact face and I saw that for a person I would call my soulmate and I had when I, I lived off and on in San Diego I've been kind of like I always was like I need to be on my own I don't want to like be in one place to be grounded long enough like I yeah, it was just a part of the whole awakening journey. But um, I had a vision of this person and I was like, 
okay, whatever. And then I moved back to San Diego and I saw this person everywhere. And then I met him and he was, I would say a soulmate. And then it, he, there were definitely like very hard soul ties there. And up until about two years ago, the soul ties finally fell off. And I, I mean, I was praying, I like did cord cutting <laughs> um, work, but um, I, it made me start praying and being like, I don't want visions that are so exactly detailed like I had or dreams. I want it to be kind of left open. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So then I started getting where I only um, now see like kind of the outline of it. (laughs) Perfect. It's better to just stay open and unattached, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I totally get that because of the, the detail of my visions that I've, that I've had in the past. I've learned it's helped me though, right. To actually stay in non-attachment for other areas of my life and trust deeply, deeply trust. And so even that experience when the person didn't line up the way I thought they would, but I still felt it's interesting because even though I felt that connection again, when we met, like right away, it wasn't romantic for me anymore because he wasn't the type of man I would consider at this point. Cause I just see like my man having like this confident energy about himself and like self-assured and is choosing himself. And I could tell he just even looked a little different. Like he looked a little bit more in his feminine mm-hmm. than he did before. Like he was really masculine, but you know what I mean? So it was like, it was just, I like a man. A man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I like a manly man. Yeah. Like, give me some chest hair and, mm. yeah, no. Yeah. But, right, so it gave me an opportunity for me to let go of the form of attachment to any future visions that I get. So I'm careful with that because we just, we never know, right? It's like even this home I'm moving into and moved into, I had to let go of what I thought I wanted so that then this place could drop in. Mm-hmm. And it's better than I could have imagined. It always and, happens to be that way. Yeah. Yes. And we, it's really, we think we're, we think that it, there's a sense of safety to clinging to something that we think is for us. Mm. When all along our higher self is like, I've gotten bigger and better. Like it's that, it could be that, or it could, let me, would you rather just have me blow your mind? Cause I can also blow your mind with something even more incredible. We have to let go of that chokehold we have on the that client that opportunity that specific house that man that whatever it is so we have to be flexible because if we stay like tight and I always think of when we're clinging on to something when we're clinging to something we're literally like we're rigid and we're tight (laughs) but and mothering it yeah and it's like the universe is like how am I gonna mold you that way how are you how am I how am I gonna like stretch you out how am I gonna Mm. grow you like if you're this way that's not gonna work and the universe doesn't force anything because it's all about flow it's all about flow energy and so I think Mm -hmm. okay we we can't be clinging we need to be free and know that we're always taken care of and that's a lesson that I keep learning over and over and it's this is the first year that it's so I was telling Kim it's so cemented that it's like I'm always taken care of and being yeah like it it is crazy Mm -hmm. yes and my favorite thing is as like asking like okay universe source how good can it get like yeah testing it like (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Make it so damn juicy (laughs) that I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. This blew it out of the water. Yeah. I literally ran to the, when we got our apartment, I ran (laughs) to the water with like my hands in the air, like screaming with excitement. (laughs) I'm so excited for you. The fact that it lined up so easily, you were approved like in a snap. Yeah. He was like, all you have to do is say yes. We're like, yes. I was like, can I give you a hug? (laughs) Oh my gosh. He's like, I didn't want to put it on the market. Like I, you know, I wanted to show it to you guys. Is that the landlord? The um, property manager guy. Mm -hmm. But then we met the owner who was like the sweet Chinese woman. She owns like the whole block. She's like adorable. And she was talking to us like as if we already lived there. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So good vibes all around. hundred percent. Living next to the ocean like that is so life changing. I know. I'm so excited. And I'm so excited. So excited yes. for you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And Justin's lived in um, San Diego for 11 years. This is his first time by the beach, or like first time even in a beach town. Oh my gosh, he'll mm-hmm. never want to go back. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've lived up the coast of like every town I've lived in, like steps from the sand. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I never want to go back. <laughs> never say never. Never say never. We'll have a mountain house and a beach house. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yes. I love that. I, one thing I want to bring up that you said that was really helpful, and I even shared it with my neighbor today. It was about, um, I can't remember when you shared it, but it was something about like being fully cooked. Like I don't want my man before he's fully cooked. Oh, I love that. And I thought that was so helpful. Could you elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, there is a divine timing to things. And so a lot of times people are like, well, when is divine timing? And it's not a date on the calendar. It's not a time on the clock, right? Divine timing is when the energy is in alignment Mm -hmm. for all parties and there's free will, right? So the best thing that we can do is to focus on being our best self, which is not what we want to hear when we want the thing. Because trust me, I feel like I've been waiting for my man, but it makes sense, right? I literally had to, I wouldn't have wanted to meet him in the past because, and I truly believe it's, it was divine intervention. Sometimes we can do all the manifesting techniques and it's just not time yet. And I understand now because where I'm at in my evolution in the relationship with myself and my clarity of what I really want in life, I wasn't quite there yet. I didn't feel worthy of what I feel worthy of now, mm-hmm. you know? And so there's also a hand that's guiding your life and that's the hand of source, your higher self. And so letting go of timing is the most annoying thing for someone to tell you in the world. Cause I am like, just not, I, okay. But once I really leaned into letting go of that and enjoying my life now, things start to rapidly come to you. And so divine timing happens when you, and let's use love for an example, because that's what we're talking about right now. You and that person are ready to come together. They are doing the work themselves. And so are you. And a person that can compliment you and also help you to activate your own soul mission that you came into this body with, your own intentions, your own growth that you wanted to have happen in the growth of those souls. And so- divine timing is when when you're ready and so the best thing we can do is work on being our highest and best self and follow our passions follow what lights us up because you don't also want to be with someone that's not going to be your highest partner at the end of the day we want the most euphoric experience we can have 
you know, um, same goes for clients. Like if you're manifesting clients, you know, I, I train coaches. That's one of the things that I do my one-on-one, I support people with all of this stuff that I get to train now on. I love it. And, but two, even in your business, growing your business, you might want like a really high level client straight out of the gate, but you might not be ready yet for that. And so we all start somewhere and we work on our gifts, our, our skills and honing our craft and being our best self. And it will chase you down the things that are for you. Mm-hmm. Everything that. in my business fell in my lap, really. I knew when it was time to make my certification because people started asking me and they started, I knew when it was time to start coaching for business back in the day because people started asking me. Mm-hmm. People started coming to me. I was like, okay, it's time to do business coaching. Yeah. And that's how it always has worked for me. And it, Cause it felt right too. I just knew the universe was giving me this person to say it's time, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, so that's how easy it can be when we are following our North star mm-hmm. and have patience. I totally agree. I wanted to start this podcast like a year before, but I didn't, it didn't feel like the right timing. And I like, I'm a, I don't subscribe a ton to this, but I, I looked at like my life human design chart and I'm a, a projector and it's like wait for the invitation is the hallmark and annie's like i forget okay she's the keeper of the memories she has like an ironclad memory what did i say or how did the podcast she's the oracle she's <laughs> we were driving in the car and we were just talking about how we wanted we felt kind of lost when we were we felt kind of alone when we were on these journeys and we have always just had this love for people and we were kind of just like bonding on that. And you said, you're like, I would love to start a podcast. I feel that there's going to be time like that. I feel called to start a podcast. And I was like, wait, I've been told that. And I'm not a person, I'm not a person that I, it's hard for me to, um, I feel like I've, I was the youngest in my family. And so there was a lot of times when it, it was like, I felt like I was always in the spotlight. And so I'm not a person, I'm like, no, no, like, don't put me on state, like, don't. I, um, but I was like, wait, I've been told, and I, I kept getting told like a couple of months prior, like, you should have a podcast, you should tell your story, you should, and I was like, oh yeah, cool, okay. <laughs> um, and then she was like, you were like, I, I told you, I was like, I, I, I was thinking of doing that, but I don't know if I could do it. And you're like, and then she just asked me, you're like, do you want to start a podcast together? And I was like, yes. Yeah, And then we could not stop like the whole, yeah, we could not stop talking. We still can't ever stop talking. I know. We're like, we have to hit record. We can't have a conversation without (laughs) hitting record. Or there's sometimes we're like, shoot, we should have recorded. Yeah. There's so much synergy there between the two of you. Yeah. I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. One little thing that I want to circle back to because it, it keeps pinging at me. So um, this podcast is uh, geared towards baby awakeners. We call them, like she said, we both kind of felt a little bit, a little bit lost, like in the beginning of our spiritual awakening journey, felt a little bit alone. And we're just trying to like consume information and, and figure things out. So one of our visions with this is for it, that it would be for people who are like new to a spiritual awakening journey and just that they wouldn't feel alone and they would feel supported and just kind of have a breakdown of some of the strategies and terms and just, yeah, hearing people's stories. But one of the things that um, was peeing at me from our conversation earlier 
was cord cutting and sold ties. People might not know what that is. And so if you could elaborate, Miss Amanda, on cord Ooh. cutting and sold ties. Okay. I have an interesting take on this that might be a little different than what other people think. Sure. So I definitely believe it's powerful to, we can, we have, we all have cords to each other. However, I don't actually believe we can actually fully cut cords because I believe we're all very connected. And so one thing I'll say that I learned because I'm actually not like a super big expert on this topic, but one thing I learned from my mentor that always resonated with me is instead of cutting them, send light through them because we are always connected to these people regardless. And we can, what I like to do is I like to say, release all fear in the connection, release all toxicity, fear, chaos in the connection, because we're always going to forever be connected to these people regardless in some level now, but I do understand letting people out of your energy field and um, stepping away from even having them at the forefront of your mind and all of that can be powerful. So I want to make sure that that's clear. And I've definitely in the past been like Archangel Michael, <laughs> I usually call him in to cut the cords to fear specifically, but what really, when I shifted my per- perception from actually, again, my mentor from just send love through the cords, send light through the cord that resonated more with me. Cause I'm like, oh, cause I never fully felt sometimes even relief from doing the other things, but I felt relief when I was sending light through it. And for me, part of just cord cutting too, is um, the things that are coming up for us are opportunities to heal, to feel something, to grow, right? So also too, we don't wanna just ignore what's coming up in that connection because there's a lesson there. And I believe the cords and the fear and all that will naturally dissipate when we also lean in and learn that lesson, right? Mm -hmm. And do the inner work, it will just naturally kind of release itself. And part of that's through our decision to accept what is in that moment. Mm -hmm. To me, it's like acceptance shifts the energy completely. And also again, sending love to that person. Because no one can actually fuck with you and fuck with your energy unless you allow them to. Mm-hmm. And so we, it's about coming back to our power in truth. Mm-hmm. It's about coming back to our own love and our own power to say we're unshakable when we are connected to our higher self and we're, we're in our power. There's nothing that that person can do to hang or pull on your energy. They can't touch you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> touch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> MC Hammer style. <laughs> they can't. They can't touch this when you are, they can't pull on you. They have no control over your, I believe that. And maybe that's the belief that just severs it. I don't know specifically, but typically for me, I'll just come back to my power rather than asking for protection. Cause it's like, too, do we really need to be protected when we are in holding that steady vibration? Mm-hmm. They can't. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think it's, um, I loved how, I think it's really important how you said, and I loved how you said to learn that lesson, because if we don't learn it the first time, second time, it's going to keep coming. I believe it's going to keep coming back into our life as a different person, as a different Mm -hmm. situation. And so to learn it, we can then not have it, you know, not have it keep resurfacing. Yeah. yeah. And because they keep coming back because there's something still to learn there. Yeah. And so if we're like, let me cut the corns, it's almost sometimes could be ignoring the spiritual lesson 
that's right in front of us. And it is painful sometimes to lean into those lessons and to face how we're feeling and to come back to, okay, why is this happening for me right now? What are they triggering inside of me? That's what's it bringing up? It's an opportunity for me to love myself more, to heal, to choose myself and to walk away. I think walking away sometimes from toxic situations, you can sit and do all the core cutting, but if you don't stand, maybe your lesson in this lifetime is to stand up and walk away from things and love yourself through the actions that we're taking. Right. And so otherwise there's that person's just going to call in another person just like that might have a different face. He might have different clothes on his back, but he might be the same damn lesson. Right. And so we just want to be careful with that in some degree that we're not also bypassing or ignoring what we need to look at. Because I also, again, learn, at least for myself, is like, yeah, when I come fully back into my heart, my presence, my power, it naturally will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was so beautiful. Thank you, Amanda. And I'm just also hearing like Ho'oponopono, the Mm. radical responsibility forgiveness and like seeing it from the higher perspective of knowing that this person has come into your life to help you grow to help yes whether it be painful like whatever the lesson was like accepting it and appreciating them as your teacher whether they're in your life or not anymore it's like sent that's what i've been doing is like sending like love and forgiveness like back to them and just gratitude and gratitude exactly like i'm sorry please forgive me for not seeing you as the perfect being of light that you are that was here to teach me this lesson i love you thank you yeah it takes a second for anyone listening to this sometimes to get to that point of course so because we want to make sure we're feeling our emotions when they come up it's okay to be upset it's okay to go through difficult times and also simultaneously know that it's happening for you but sometimes getting to that place of gratitude for it, there's some things that hurt a little deeper that take a little bit more uncovering. And then there's sometimes where you can sink into that very easily. Mm-hmm. So, but for me, what always helps is reminding myself, this is a soul journey that I'm not just Amanda. I'm a soul having a human experience as Amanda in this lifetime. And I'm here to learn as Amanda. So that makes it easier for me to heal from things. Cause I'm like, Oh, this is like a video game. All right. Mm-hmm. So let me just, zoom out real quick and see what's going on down there. Okay. All right. So, and then it makes it easier for me to heal through pain, trauma, all these things, because I also understand that it's happening to help me grow. Exactly. So powerful. Oh, so good. Oh, we're all, we're literally keeping on track. I know. (laughs) Any last questions, Miss Annie? Um, I'm, I just, yeah, it was, it's, I loved our conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Yeah, such a great conversation. I guess, do you have what we like to ask? Like, do you have any favorite affirmations or any? This lady is full of affirmations. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think one of the things I had been healing over the years, and well, one of the things they've been telling me to amplify more is receiving even more support from the universe, mm-hmm. but also specifically even from men in knowing that it's safe to receive support from men. And so one of the things they remind me, this isn't the only affirmation, but one of the things like my guides and angels remind me of my higher self is every day to open up and say, I'm open up to receiving support Mm -hmm. and receiving support from the divine masculine specifically. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many of my guy friends offer to help me move. Mm -hmm. 
an amazing man. And they're like, I want to drive up and take you out to dinner. In fact, one of my guy friends is driving up from Orange County this week. He's like, I might have to leave town for work. And I was, there's part of me that was like kind of relieved because I just moved and I'm like, no worries. We'll just do it when you get back. No problem whatsoever. And he's like, actually, no, I still want to take you to dinner. I'll leave. Then I'm going to fly out the next morning. If you, wow. like, oh shit. Like, and he's just a friend. I swear. Just a friend, just yeah. a good friend. And so all these little winks from the universe. So when you say these affirmations and you feel them, and then you let yourself be received, mm-hmm. receive from men, even simple things, like let's say a man smiles at you and you're on a walk saying this affirmation, receive that smile in your heart. Like, oh, wow. I really received that admiration or I received the door opening or I received the coffee or I received the con- that beautiful conversation or compliment like let yourself going go on a receiving spree mm-hmm. with that. and you can do this for anything in life money and right now in order to because we did talk about soulmates today so I'm guessing it's gonna a- attract a lot of people who want that because we talked about it mm-hmm. um <laughs> is too is just yeah start letting yourself receive more love and just notice how it opens up doors for so much so in your sad. life yeah mm-hmm. So there's that, but there's so many, I feel like I make them up all the time when I'm walking. I just say whatever, whatever, um, comes to me. One, another favorite one that I have is I'm open this week to receiving even more than I could have ever imagined to be possible. Yes. I love that one. Receiving more magic or abundance, whatever it is more than I could have ever imagined to be possible. And what it does, it just, just opens up my field. A lot, just in a very general way, which sometimes, you know, if we get too caught up in a specific thing, we can get attached to it. So I'm like, let's just open generally up to all the things. And so then your energy field is so open and then just all these amazing things will start to flow in. Mm -hmm. So that's also a favorite one of mine. That is magic. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So great to meet you, Annie. It was lovely to meet you. And I will, yeah. I want to have you back on here. <laughs> I love it. And thank yeah. you, Kim, again, for inviting me on. Yeah. Chat. Oh, thank you so much. It's Thanks for being in my world. Life. and Such an honor. Yeah, I'm so happy to be. Taking the leap into the cert. Heck yeah. Oh, thank yes. you so much. Oh, and for our dear listeners, uh, where can they find you? Yes, amandamerit.com is my website or Instagram. Mm-hmm. is the Amanda Merrick. Someone stole my name, so I had to add the in front of it. So the Amanda Merrick. And then same on TikTok. So M-A-R-I-T. Yes, you got it. M-A-R-I-T. And then um, I also do have a podcast called Illuminated with Amanda Merrick. And that can be found on iTunes and Spotify. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Yay. All right. Oh, thank you so much, Miss Amanda. I'm going to end the recording. <laughs>